This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> Cancer sticks and hacking up your cancer lungs. Sure. I'm actually going to get this queued up because I'm sure I'm going to want to take a drink as we go along. Yeah. Did you see that news, by the way? Which news? Or did you look at the link or whatever about the... It's pretty vague. That is pretty vague. But the, I wound up sending it to you, one of the articles about uh, Zach Galifianakis' series. Show. Yeah. Uh, he plays a clown. Trying to make it as a professional clown. That's what that's what it is. Did you not read? You didn't read the article. Saying, no. Here's and Louis C.K. is creator or showrunner. I'm not sure. Hold on. Uh, that's the kind of non-joke. I've heard of I've heard of Breaking Bad, but Breaking News. That's the kind of non-joke you shouldn't expect from Baskets. It's the name of the show. A one it now comedy that FX just picked up starring Zach Galifianakis who created it along with Louis C.K. So I guess he's a show creator. Well, first off, before we give, get too deep, uh, welcome to Give That Some Thought. <laughs> yeah, giggity, again. Uh, well, I was going to intro it in a second. This was a legitimate conversation I wanted to have with you. But yeah, uh, in a world constrained, here's the official synopsis. In a world constrained by corporate interests and in the homogenization of society, one man in Bakersfield, California, dares to follow his dream of becoming a professional clown. But after an unsuccessful enrollment at a prestigious clowning school in Paris, the only job he can find is with a local rodeo. Baskets follows Chip Baskets, Zach Galifianakis' pursuit of his dream against all odds to be a respected clown. That's got to be amazing. It sounds really good. The meta on that uh, that idea is is quite quite fascinating. I mean, because uh, honestly, that's what all comedians are, right? They're clowns. So well, in Louis C.K.'s Agalfanakis, I'm sure it's going to be very much. It's it's a character. A look study at that about, life, about, right? Know, and trying trying to to be taken seriously as somebody who does something funny for a living. Like when you see somebody, you see them their character. You don't you see the comedy, you see the joke, but it it's hard to differentiate between the person or and take the joke. them seriously. Yeah, right, right. So to take a, a comic seriously, or to take a clown seriously. Yeah, yeah. The meta on that is pretty pretty interesting. Well, that, and I'm, I imagine it's going to have, like Louis' show, Louis, I think it's going to have a lot of a lot of uh, pokes or sort of introspective looks at, at life in general. Yeah. Because who doesn't feel like they want to do something and be good at it and be respected for it, and they're not quite doing it? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that pretty much defines everybody, in some, whether it's quitting something, beginning something, losing weight, a new job, a promotion, quitting your job, whatever, whatever it is, you know. Anyways, so that's yeah. I'm I'm kind of looking forward to that, and we can cut this out, whatever. But um, yeah. Um, we're two weeks behind. Where are we? Two weeks behind. We did skip yeah, last we, week. We did skip last week. Uh, and and the reason being, um, uh, welcome to give that some thought. Uh, with Addison and Matt, uh, two men between. We have three jobs between us, I guess. Technically four, if you count my side, my other side job where I work for festivals. That but, five. What's your job? What do you- my second job, my, my, my day job is um, cook. Right. My second job? The moonlighting as a what? As as awesome party animal, Matt. Oh, right. Yeah. I get, paid, that- I get paid to show up at private functions. 
and party. Does you know, that stand pay in a well? corner, make good conversation with people. Okay. Basically, just be just kind of be the the the, the spark of a party. You know, <laughs> the spark, right? Uh, uh, Every party needs its spark. There's so many times I, I, I go I, I go go into rooms and people are like, "Oh, Matt, you just lit up the room." I'm walking <laughs> in. Uh, you're the spark. Is there so many times that that happens? It happens literally, literally uh, almost zero times a day for me. Okay. So, so yeah. zero times a day. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, welcome to Give Us a Thought, a show hosted by Matt Addison. Two men who are busier than uh, Jennifer Lawrence's publicist. Right now, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. We can Ooh. jump right into that. Well, you don't have to jump right into it. I'd rather ease into it real nice. Okay. Take it slow. Um, Do you have anything to talk about? I, I've got five articles pulled up. Hold four, on. Let me light one, this candle. Two, three, four, five. I've got five articles pulled up. Uh, No. You got that candle lit? Yeah. Already. Turn down the lights. Jazz. Yeah. It is a very late show. We're recording the time now. It is the 3rd uh, of September. Mm-hmm. It's just past so 1 in the morning, So it's technically right? no, Wednesday. just past midnight. Does that mean it's Wednesday? Yes, it's Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, okay. So it's Wednesday. Wednesday morning. So this isn't our latest early. podcast. This is the earliest podcast we've ever done. It's the early, that's right. It's the yeah. earliest podcast we've ever done. I've always, uh, people that have hated on me for staying up so late, I've, I've always tried to twist it. it I'll just come out and say it. Whenever my mom would give me trouble about staying up so late, mm-hmm. I would always try and because she'd be like, "Nothing good happens after ten p.m." Like that kind of Lies. mindset. Yeah, all the best things happen after ten p.m. Well, I didn't want to say that, so I'd always be like, "Well, I'm just getting a head start on the day." Yeah, I'm just up before you are. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't choose the night owl life. The night owl life chose me. It chose me as well. Um, I remember like the reason I I started doing it when I was probably like nine, ten, eleven, twelve uh-huh. was because it was the only time of the day when no one else was around. Right, you because, get that alone time. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I have seven brothers and sisters, and so, right. like, there were always people in the house, always people doing something. Ever, someone was always around, and I like my my lone, lonely, you like your lonely loner ones, yeah. time. You, know? you actually just mentioned before we came on the air, um, as you're sucking down your cancer, you mentioned just before we came on the air that you missed uh, or you haven't gotten a lot of, uh, as you called it, deck time. I have the same no. thing here. That's that, that's yeah. your alone time. You go out on the yeah. deck, smoke, and just look at the, I don't know, the other building out there, whatever's out there. Yeah, um, not not necessarily smoking cigarettes, but like just my chill time. You know, like grab a beer, right? Um, alone, listen to some music. And you like being usually. outside too. I do, I, especially that time of night. Especially you know, we should. I'm gonna throw an idea time. at you. We should go camping sometime because it's like three day, two days, three days of just that. Like so much, yeah. just like because there's nothing like sitting outside, especially like with a fire, if you have the right people, and not a lot of like I hate when people go camping and it's just like 14 people and then they all get drunk. Like that's not that's here's here's what you should do. Um, you can do that at home. I, I, as far I, as I'm concerned, I, I was talking to my mom last night. Talked to her for about 20 minutes on the phone. And can and, we go camping in her backyard? Did you well, did you call in a reservation? No, no, no. <laughs> here's what's happening. Uh, uh, like October, I think 16, 17, and 18th that weekend. Uh huh. Um. My sister has a has a friend who has like this this cabinish place in the woods. It's like it's a cabinish a, place. It's it's not a full cabin, but right. it's it's like a half cabin. Do they grow cabbage at the cabinish? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Oh, they should. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, but she uh she we're doing a family camping trip that nice. weekend. Um. You and Meredith should come. Mm. Like come, just come and stay for a night. But like, like there's the fam- like fa- no, know, that'd be but, really but weird. No, it's it's not just my family. Like there's a couple of the family friends and oh, stuff like that. Oh, so. people in. Okay, yeah. okay. So you like I think uh, Ryan who lives with my mom, he's he'll be coming. Right. I'm so you're sure. allowed to bring guests then? Is what yeah. You're I, right. No, it won't be a big deal. Right. Uh, so <laughs> you bring the baby. What? Uh, what? How many? So you'll be going all f- four yeah. nights, three nights, three nights. 
Of the three nights. I requested off work for tonight, so. Of the three nights. Hopefully I'll have all those nights off. By the way, we're co-workers. It's, it's I used to it, the, yeah. the podcast. Um, but of the three nights, what percentage of those, what is that, 72 hours? Three, mm-hmm. three whole days. What percentage of those will you be on shrooms? Uh, none of them. None of them. Just because family? <laughs> Just because family, yeah. And I would definitely act weird. And I would tell them. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm on shrooms. Just I'm tripping acid people, right now. Right, and yeah. yeah, like they would not be appreciative of it. I'm sure I would have a great time. But yeah. here's the thing. Like they would not be appreciate that. They would kind of feel betrayed. Like <laughs> Matt using drugs around them. Like that, right. the whole thing. Cause right. I've, I've told, Why do you need drugs when you're around family? Well, obviously. well no, I've, I've, I've told my Which family. I've always thought whenever I'm around family that if I don't do drugs. But if I did, that would be the time when yeah. you needed them. Is to be well, I'm, I'm very open with, with my family about, about the various things I experiment with. And it's not uh-huh. like... Like gay sex. Like, well, yeah. Uh, no, they 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 don't know about the gay sex. Male strip clubs. Exactly. They don't know about that stuff. But right. you know, don't right. set me out there, bro. Um, <laughs> but they uh, they have the they, truck they, stop they, hookups. They, they know that I that I smoke weed from time to time. Right. But, uh, but I've been very explicit with them. I don't do it around them. Yeah. So what is it courtesy? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, out of respect. Like right. I know that that's not my mom's rules, so I'm not going to do it around my family. It's but the least you can do. Yeah. Camping, man. Yeah. Let's go camping and let's look at nude pictures of Jennifer Lawrence. Um, I'm not going to pull those up. Uh, yeah. Okay. So when did this happen? I was uh, largely, I'll give you a synopsis of my weekend. You didn't ask for it, but you'll get it. Sure. Saturday after I got off of work, drove down to Branson, Missouri. Yeah. Um, where dreams go to die. Mm-hmm. And spent Saturday night and Sunday night there. Drove back Monday. I drove back. My wife's still there. Living the bachelor life. That's part of the reason why we're recording at 12 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, bachelor life OP. Yeah. Uh, what an amazingly interesting just segment of society Branson is. Yeah. It's um, went into Silver Dollar City. We got free tickets. Her her uh, grandparents work there, so mm-hmm. they, they can get people in. Uh, and that's fine. It's typical. I mean, other than the stuff I'm about to talk about, it's a typical theme park. You've got your your, sure. your rides, your your fattening foods, your kettle corn, your carnival turkey games. legs, right? Things like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, shoot the balloon and win a, a stuffed frog or whatever. But there's such a segment of I, I actually I don't think I texted you this, but I texted my brother this, and I said, I just said out of the clear, but he knew where I was. I just said out of the clear blue, unprompted. I said there are so many fat Christians here. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it's all fat Christians. They uh, they love they love it in they Branson. Really, really do. Uh, I've been there once when I was thirteen for a youth. And did you do youth, the youth Silver Dollar group, City? Group. And Went to Silver Dollar City. Did the whole caught yeah, a, yeah. It was a it was a youth group. Their youth weekend at, at Silver right. Dollar City. Branson. They have a weekend for everything, by the way. Out of they Silver do. Dollar City, yeah. they have a barbecue weekend. They have a uh, there's one weekend where they have food like from all uh, over the world. Yeah, where they have heroes and, and tacos and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I think they have a Christian singles weekend. The, okay, right? Which, oh my yeah. god, I could I could flip so many Christian girls. Would, Dude, would be crazy. You'd be like, <laughs> what would your calling card be? Your your pickup line would be like, Hey, babe. What if God didn't exist? Yeah, and then you would just you you would hashtag that conversation agnostic, and, yeah. then, and then walk away and start a new one. Girl, I know how to make you sin. Come on now, <laughs> come over here. <laughs> Hang out with Maddie Cakes for a minute. Um, Let me talk to you. Yeah, so many fat Christians. It was, I believe, this weekend. This past weekend was, I want to say, like Southern Gospel Weekend, or sure, something like sure. that. And so there's for the outdoor shows. There's like there's like these pavilions that you'll just walk by in the park. I think there's three of them or two of them maybe uh-huh. 
and you hear these groups singing the Southern Gospel, and they're just terrible. They're they're just so bad. Like, do you remember some of the names? No, but they're all matching outfits. Yeah. Obviously, do you know how, how much um, Southern Gospel I listened to growing up? Like that was my stepdad's ton, go right? go to music. That's all he listened to was Southern Gospel. Just that Statler Brothers. Uh, no, uh, there was a, a there was a band that came to our church one time called the Chosen Few. I think they were there. Seriously, I'm not going to sign something, but I think they were there. Yeah, oh Chosen my gosh. Few rings a bell. I, I can't believe they're still going. That was like 15 years well, ago. That's another thing. They're all really, really old. Like, there's yeah, no, yeah, yeah. there's no young Southern Gospel groups. Well, like, you don't yeah. see like when they came when they came through my church. They were all like in their 40s. And I'm sure, yeah. They're but they were like now, real. Yeah. They were like real jokey about it. Like they, oh, like they cracked jokes on stage and made fun of each other. Uh-huh. And like did weird things, like made music puns and like all this <laughs> other kind of stuff. Right. And it was actually kind of funny. So like everybody got charmed. And my my stepdad brought like bought like five all, CDs, right? All or their whatever. cassettes, right? No, they were they were still selling cassettes. Well, yeah, because you're forty years old, and I can still remember the, so many of those songs. You probably they had. I'm pretty. I'm ninety eight percent sure they yeah, were there this week. They had one song. Okay, here's the name title of the song: "Your hair's too long. There's sin in your heart." That was the title. That of the was song. the title of the song. <laughs> I feel like looking at you that they wrote that to you. I am the way that I am now because I was subjected to having to listen to the chosen few. Well, I, I just oh meant your, hair's, your hair is not, uh, it's not a, it's not that typical, because you know the Baptist haircut, right? Yeah. The, the comb over, right? You know, yeah. de- decently cut off the ears. Or the neo-Baptist haircut is what you have. Uh, come on, man. Yeah, short on the sides, a little bit longish on top. But I'm spiking it on top, like that's going to send me to hell. No, you can totally get away with that. Okay, but I'm the type of you guy tell though that it's spiked, but like it's it kind of looks natural. But I'm the kind of guy though that her parents would look at me and be like, "Well, he seems worldly." That's exactly what they'd say. Yeah, but that's the kind of that's that's the kind of guy that gets the Christian girl. He says he's a Christian. He goes to church, <laughs> just a little bit worldly. Just a little bit worldly. He's just a little bit what your parents don't like. Is maybe that why? Is that maybe one of the reasons why you landed? <laughs> like uh, oh, I'm gonna have to cut this out. But go ahead. Yeah, I can't put this out in public. But okay, that is probably one of the reasons. Yeah. See the bad. She wants a bad boy. Like ultimately, like she does want a bad boy. Like she wants to clean up a bad boy. Like all women want to redeem an animal. They want to. No, seriously, that like that's the drive. Like they want to save the oh the God. animal. Yeah. And bring it bring it around to a tame and civilize it. Tame civilize it. it right. Yeah. To where it's a decent presentable. Animal doesn't want to be tamed. Though. Come to dinner with the family. Speaking of animals, we drove down there with two dogs. I don't get having pets. I really don't. I I we had them growing up, so it's not like it's a foreign concept to me. But uh yeah, we had to pick up two animals on the way out there uh and and someone in my family who shall remain nameless, you know who it is. Mhm. Uh, kept asking me like, well, "What's the matter? Like, why are you in such a bad mood?" Because there, there were these two dogs in the car with us. Sure. And she like, she like, "Don't you like animals?" And I'm like, "I'm like, it's not that I don't like animals. I just don't get like." And I got, I got really real later on. When we were taking him for a walk because she was like, she was like, "Oh, like I think she said something to him or you know, pet pet them or whatever." And she's like, "It's so great to have dogs or whatever." And I was like, I was like, "No, it's not." I just said, "No, it's not." And she's like, "Why isn't it?" And and I said. I said, because, uh, well, th- then I started my diatribe and I said, I said, there should be no veterinary medicine. The only veterinary 
uh, the, the only veterinary medicine that sh- should exist is to keep animals alive that we're one day going to eat. Mm-hmm. I said, there's no reason to have a doctor that you can take your cat to and he'll tell you that you ha- that he has cancer and then you will be forced because you've gotten attached to this animal. You will be forced, <clears throat> you will be forced to pay $2,500 to get the cancer removed or to put the, the, the animal down, which will be very sad for you because did you've you gotten li- attached. Did you lose a pet to cancer? You're kind of bitter. No. So a little, a little angry. No. I, we've okay. never... I well, we did have to put a dog down when I was growing up, but I wasn't bitter about it. Like I was just like, to me, it was just like, because they. Then my wife asked me, she's like, "Didn't you have to put the one dog down?" And and uh, I was I was like, "Yeah, we did." You know, the one. And she's like, she's like, "Wasn't that sad or heartbreaking?" I'm like, or she's like, she's like, "What was it for?" You know, what what was the disease or whatever? And I said, uh, "Old age." Mm-hmm. Like the dog, like the dog could barely move anymore. Like the you know barely move, barely see. Like there's no point to keeping that alive. Yeah. Like I just it just. I'm very Ron Swanson when it comes to my pets. Like, it doesn't pr- provide utility. It doesn't provide food. All it does is suck your money, your time, and your love, which, let's face it, uh, don't you think love could be better spent on humans? Sure. From humans? But, like, but it, why ever love a pet? I don't get it. But it, it's something that, g- that gives you, like, instant gratification, instant affection. Like, it, a dog, a good dog will give so you affection music whenever... Or people, or masturbation, yeah, or th- but, like a but thousand just, things. But yeah, but it's just one of those different... It's just a different type of affection, man. It's a different type of experience. Like, I like I like having pets. I mean, it's... Uh, experience I, is good. Here, here's the thing. Just like, put them down. They're, I, they're dead. I, I, my stepdad put put two of our dogs down, but they were outside, outside dogs. Right. We barely went outside because I'm a fat, lazy nerd. Right. Um, Who doesn't appreciate the sunlight? Yeah. yeah. Like, after, after about like, age 12, I... Me and the outside didn't do a whole lot together besides me just <laughs> Ever, hanging out. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, they were out, outside dogs, and we're, we were an indoor family, so it just didn't work. And then, like one morning, we wait, were, is that why you put them down? One one morning, we no well, one morning, I woke up and like the dogs were gone, and I was was like, uh, "Where's Biscuit, Mom?" <laughs> Which was she was she, he was a medium sized collie, uh-huh. but he was bl- tall, black, and all black and white, and had a little right. bit of lab, l- little bit of mixing. Fearing, of course, when you ask that question, that she would say, well, that's breakfast. Yeah. But, <laughs> He's on the table. Yeah. My inst- my, I got up, I, I noticed the dog was from incident, and I instantly thought of food. Um, biscuits. <laughs> right. No. I said, where's Biscuit? And she's like, oh, he, well, he's, 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 he's not gone. coming back. Yeah. Yeah. And she, He's in doggy heaven. She, no, she said, you have to talk to, to your dad about that. So I t- talked to my stepdad, right. and you know, I was like, what happened to him? And he's like, well, we, we took him to a farm. And then I'm like, oh, okay. I believed it because I was like 12. Right. And then and now I look back on it and I'm like. He put that dog down. Yeah, they're dead. Yeah, that dog's dead. Yeah. You know, and he hated them too because they, there was, we had a, we had Biscuit, but we also had another uh, St. Bernard Labrador mix and his uh-huh. dog was a huge. And uh-huh. one night we woke up and we hear something being pulled off the side of the house, like this rending of metal, like at midnight. Okay. Like some of the siding or something? Yeah. Right. So like my stepdad goes outside and he had pulled off a 15-foot, the dog, Barney, had had pulled off a 15-foot downspout off the house. Right, those aluminum like Yeah, and it wasn't loose. Like, it was secured in in place. Like, he grabbed it and ripped it off the house. Like, with his leash or just with his teeth? With his teeth. He grabbed it in his jaw and pulled it off the house. Like, just like, this is not going to be here anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm taking this down. About a month later, like, they were gone. Surprise, surprise. I know, right? Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. you, well, your dad didn't want to put up another one of those. You know, Put the one back up. Yeah. You know. He was rip, done with it. Rip something off my house once, shame on me. Mm-hmm. You know the old saying. Sure, sure. Yeah. 
do it twice, you get put down. That's yeah. the saying. <laughs> so you don't like you don't like animals. Well, I yeah. Well, I just don't see the utility of like it's just it's money and time, and then and then if you do have them with young kids or you know kids, then you would, at some point have to explain to them you know they're sick or they're dead or they're dying or they're gone mm-hmm. or whatever, and just why just who cares? Like, I would rather get I'll get my kid when he's old enough. I'll get my kid a betta fish. Mm. Yeah, you get it at Walmart or wherever. Yeah, put him in a tank swims around kid gets to feed him and that way because when they die like i'll notice it before he will because i'm like oh the fish is floating buy another one put it in no, there fish don't. him out flush him kid won't don't. even know kid won't even know let, no you, you don't do that you let like take the, the opportunity to teach him about death I, yeah exactly i think that's one of the reasons yeah. why like you get your four-year-old a fish because you know in six months it's gonna be gone <laughs> and you can or or, or it's true like you get your eight-year-old a puppy like because eventually i don't know i don't know it's just like if you if some a kid grows up with a dog. Let's say you get a, a dog when you're five years old. Right. Like you're 17 years old, Puppy, 18 whatever. years old, yeah. and the dog is dead. dead. Okay. Yeah. Like Better you, a dog than a grandparent. But but it's a companion you've had <laughs> your whole life, and it's right. part of your it's a part of your life. You have to right? say goodbye, and, and you have you have to let that go. And I think that's a good lesson for people that age, and and for people in general to realize that it ends, and you have to you have to make the most of what you have. So like I think I think pets are good object lessons. Look at you going all Derek on us. Well, it is like a, yeah. anyway, but like pets are good object lessons for people. I love animals to be able to. All animals are my yeah. favorite animals. Yeah, that was a pretty bad uh, Ricky Gervais impression or Derek impression rather. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I think that topic's about dead. Shall we move on? Yeah, rabbit trailed. We we rabbit trailed. I see rabbit I get what that. you did there because a rabbit is a pet. People have rabbits for pets. Mm-hmm. See, there you go. It all yep. ties in. Um. Pay attention to the meta, people. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what if, what if like through the 40, I think, I think this is episode 41, if I'm not mistaken. What if over the course of like all 40 episodes, like there was like a secret message, like through all of ours, there like, is like every 15th word, you know, spells out, I don't know where to find uh-huh. the, some Illuminati treasure or the, the, you know, spells out the Antichrist uh-huh. name or whatever. If you have gotten all my references, if you listen to all the shows and you've gotten all of my references that I've made. Right, every joke on the right. show, or every time I make a pun, and you've thought, "Oh, I get that." Uh-huh. Right, um, you know where my gold is hidden. Yeah, you should by now at least be able to decipher the puzzle. And find out what if you're a regionally intelligent show. person. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do have uh, it's about five hundred thousand dollars worth of gold hidden. <laughs> um, in the St. Louis area, or do you want not want to get into detail? I'm not going to give it now that those details. Right, you know, right. I don't want to make it too easy. Gold or gold bonds? Because there's a difference. No gold, solid actual gold, physical, actual okay. physical gold. Physical, no, none of this paper right. as gold. Right, no. that's true. Mm-hmm. Paper isn't gold. I no, agree. it's not. Um, anyways, I have about I have about a, a whole Bitcoin as well hidden. Yeah, yeah, it's hidden. Where is it hidden? Uh, it's online. In encryption. Yeah. It is, an, it is an encryption, yeah. So, yeah. It's just another puzzle waiting for somebody to, to break it. Yeah. Speaking of breaking puzzles online, iCloud and Jennifer Lawrence are having a lot of bad publicity in the last yeah, 48 um, hours, really. What, and every, every, was it Sunday afternoon when it happened? Yeah, or? I think so. Like, it was Sunday, like, late Sunday. Because I just logged... I, I, I Well, anyways... I didn't learn about it till till Monday morning. I didn't learn about it until late Sunday because I'd been offline most of the day. Or just, no, it was actually Monday. It was middle of the day Monday. In and out of the, the the park down there, and there's not a lot of reception, and I wasn't really focusing on that. I was focusing on you know my yeah. son and my family and stuff. Um, yeah, I, uh, is it? Do we know if it's one individual or what the uh, who or what the, the the motive or whatever is? Or we do? I guess we don't really know any of that, do we? 
Um, no, we really don't. There was an interesting article I, I read. <laughs> well, anyways, if you haven't heard, I guess about a hundred celebrities supposedly, mm-hmm. uh, and some of them have been released, but I guess a number of celebrities, all of the female persuasion, uh, shocker, yeah, uh, have all have had uh, compromising photos of themselves that they have taken. But surprise, uh, clearly they've su- taken surprise have been released online. Surprise, surprise! It was first posted on 4chan. Yeah. Yeah, I um, actually sent my buddy a picture. There was a there was a news article, an actual news article that said that said a hacker known as 4chan. Yes, that's what I was about to say. Um, Just because Brett Larson, CNN's technology analyst, he's the technology analyst for CNN. Yes, Brett so, Larson. So is CNN real quick, Matt? If you would help mm-hmm. me out here, is CNN CNN's like a local channel, right? They just kind of cover around yeah, the block stuff. Yeah, it's or? pretty. It's pretty much like local okay. access t- okay. TV. Yeah, that's and what I my browser just Reddit just closed on me. Stupid Reddit. Anyway, he 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 attributed he attributed this to uh, a hacker, a, a hacker known as 4chan. Yeah, which and if if you don't see, the, I I would I would I would hope and guess that most of our listening audience is aware that. 4chan is a website. Yes. And that's why that's so funny. Yes. That would be like saying uh, a hacker known as Facebook because mm-hmm. it's it's a website. It's a, it wasn't the it wasn't the it was the utility, not the the means. Yeah. Or that not the yeah. not the, the where it came from. Well that's where people first started sharing it. I'm sure it was on tour probably first, but uh, maybe, yeah. But uh anyways, um yeah, a bunch of pictures of people with no clothes on mm-hmm. were posted online among those and I don't know why she's gotten the Lions share the press, I guess. Well, because she's, she's the most popular person on that list. Jennifer, like, it was Jennifer yeah, Lawrence. Like we look, look now, at, what is she? If I can ask you this, I may sound completely culturally. The stupid. second, the second, the second, it's the second most like hyper person is Selena Gomez. Like she may actually. I mean, she see. I know who Selena Gomez is. I know who Kate Upton is. But who? I know Jennifer Lawrence is an actress. Kristen Dunst. She was in. I know. I think the only movie I've seen Jennifer Lawrence in is Hunger uh, Games. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Um, no, it was that movie with uh, what's his face, Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper, Silver Linings Playbook. No, the the popular one from this last year was up for a bunch of Oscars. Silver Linings Playbook. No, that was like two or three years ago. It was the one with a bunch of people. Bradley Cooper was one of them. Christian Bale was another. Oh, not Wolf of Wall Street, but the other one, uh, American uh, American Hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, was a terrible movie. Yeah, I heard it wasn't that great. God awful, dude. Two hours into it, I was watching it with my family. Two hours into it, like I, I just said it, and I was like, it, "If I could just remark real quick, is anyone following this, or is there a story, yeah. or is this good at all to anyone?" And everyone there, like we we're all on our phones and just bleh, whatever, yeah. and like everyone's like, "No, not yeah. really." But I, that's the only thing I've seen her in. Mm-hmm. Um, but Silver Linings Playbook is a movie you should watch. It's pretty good. I think I did actually see that. That's the dance one, right? Yeah. She he plays kind of a special needs. Not special needs. He's just neurotic, just like everybody else in this fucking world. But doesn't he have like schizophrenia or something? Yeah, actual? like, like yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he's schizophrenic. Like, and he's holding on to a past relationship that he wound up uh, screwing up because she found out he was his his ex, his, his wife, right? And like Bradley Cooper, the character, right? yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think I did see that. Yeah. And Jennifer Lawrence plays. Like his hot neighbor, the or whatever, who yeah. also is pretty screwed up in the head. Yeah, I love movies about people that are screwed up in the head. Yeah, it's a good movie, and Jennifer Lawrence is really good looking in it. Like, See, I don't think she's that great looking either. Like as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, that's kind of a letdown. I, I think she is. She's got that plain girl thing look go, going on. 
I Reddit has a huge boner for her. Yeah. Uh, you know, as does a lot of like the online community. But I don't. I, I pretty girl, I guess. But yeah. I don't, yeah. You know, sometimes like you, like you see a celebrity and they'll remind you of someone you knew when you were a kid. Is that how she is for you? Yeah. Okay. So who's of. the girl? First name and last name, please. Uh. Um. No. Not <laughs> You're gonna not gonna say, say it. No. Say it and I'll edit it out. Oh. Okay. All right. You gotta edit it out. Yeah. I will. Really? Yeah. I know her. That's crazy. I was kind of. Uh, I was kind of had a bone. I, no, I, I know. That's why I said it. But like, yeah, that's I was funny. Kind of had a bone for her. I thought I she was kinda, cute. I can kind of see that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just digesting that. Anyways, <laughs> that's what I was doing. It just that's all I was doing. Um. But yeah. Uh. The, apparently. Um. Yeah. They got. They all got hacked. And iCloud is all up in. Up in its thunder over... Well, and apparently, because iCloud, uh, for those of you that aren't aware, and I, I'm saying this mostly to yeah, you, Matt, yeah, but I, it's, I'm <laughs> not. it's a service that if you have an iPhone, I believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't have an iPhone, but you get you get five gigabytes of storage free mm-hmm. to start off with, which means when you take pictures, you, you can have it set to where they're auto- automatically uploaded to iCloud yeah, as yeah. a backup service. Then you can access that for your, from your computer, what have you. Um, now, iCloud does have two-factor authentication, which means to log into it from your computer, it has to send you a text message to a designated phone number, and then you put that code in to access mm-hmm. it, which yeah. is a, a, a second step of security that everyone should be using. It's, okay? it's kind of a standard thing in, in a lot of, in a lot lot of things. Yeah, it's, well, it's standard kind of now. Um, but what it doesn't have, I, I saw a news article. I thought I saved it here, but I don't have it in front of me. But apparently it doesn't have two-factor authentication for you to uh, log in from another device. And all you really need is to be able to either know the password to the account. So if mm-hmm. I happen to guess your password or know your password, I can put it in on another device, an iPad, an iPhone, whatever it is, and see all your stuff. Yeah. You know, with no two-factor authentication, no extra anything, just this is your account. I was able to log into it. And they're thinking that that's – so the encryption of iCloud and the fact that it's mm-hmm. encrypted wasn't actually broken but the the system, rather than breaking the system, they engineered the system. Yeah. And either, because you can get into anybody's account of anything, you know, if I knew enough about you, I could get into some of your accounts just by, you know, like, because your, your reset the password question would be like, what's yeah. your favorite dog or whatever? Mother's who, who, maiden name. Like yeah, all that, exactly. All that stuff yeah. is, is Where is were there. you born? Yeah. First make and model of your car. You can find that information. Yeah. So, and at celebrities who are constantly doing interviews and putting their whole lives. Yeah. On the sometimes table you just give away information like that by accident. Right. You can find that information pretty easily, and that's what they're thinking happened with yeah. a lot of this. You know. So, anyways, but the smart move here is, and the bottom line, don't take. And I'm not going to hate on taking naked pictures of yourself. It's 2014. We're all trying to get laid. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Yeah. That's how. That's where I'm at on that. But I will say this: don't let that go other places like don't upload that to anywhere yeah. you know you know well, a lot of times you have automatic backup right like on the cloud right, but you can you can set you know you can set it to either exclude specific things or delete them off of there or yeah. just just do your do due diligence here people like if yeah. you're going to take those t- types of things which like i said it's 2014 everyone has the world's you know a supercomputer in the palm of their hand i get it but come on like, mm-hmm. keep your stuff between you and whoever else it is. Yeah. Or things like this happen. And Jennifer Lawrence's publicist, I'm sure, in the last 48 hours has not slept at all. She's no, probably, probably got not. A, probably got a desk full of cocaine and just phones ringing off the hook. TMZ yeah. and everybody else just lighting them up. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what she's getting paid for, right? Or he or she, yeah. Um, 
speaking of celebrity news, let's make this a celebrity news podcast, which I know not, you hate I, the idea I'm, of. Yeah, I, I already was kind of apprehensive about it, but yeah. Well, last one. This is interesting. Did, okay. you, did you hear what happened to, or are you familiar with uh, CeeLo Green? Do you know who he is? Yeah, I I knew there was something going on, but I don't care enough about that person to... Right, but I think it's kind of interesting. He was a, well, he's a judge on The Voice. He's a rapper, not really rapper, I guess. Singer, came artist. up with Goody Singer. Mob. Yeah. Um, it, well, he was really popular because he sang on that, uh, remember that Gnarls Barkley track from like five years ago? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, he was the, I believe he was the singer on that. Yeah, d- yeah he was. And um, um, then Danger Mouse, though. Danger Mouse, oh my God. That dude. Talented. Talented man. Was he, were they on that track yeah, he too? Was, well, he was He was the producer and the writer. He did all the music for Donald Sparkly. Nice. For that album. So he was the one who wrote that song. Nice. I do like that song. But anyways, um, apparently he, on Friday, Seal Green pleaded no contest to a felony. And I'm just reading uh, verbatim here from this article. Pleaded no contest to a felony count of providing ecstasy. Uh, to a woman in 2012, the unnamed woman accused the former The Voice judge, so I guess I guess he's not on that show anymore, uh, of spiking her drink after meeting at a sushi restaurant. The woman stated that the next thing she realized, she had awakened in a bedroom naked with Green in the room. That sounds terrifying, whether you've been drugged or not. She stated that she had recordings of Green apologizing and making references to the ecstasy that was used. According to the Review Journal, prosecutor, prosecutors in the case rejected a rape charge, but Green was hit with felony drug charge instead. Green's attorney, Blair Burke, stated that the sex was consensual, but the Green did supply the woman with the drug. Uh, Los Angeles judge sentenced Green to three years formal probation. That's all you get for, you know, screwing mm. a woman who doesn't necessarily want to be screwed. Uh, and 45 days community service. In addition to a sentence, Green has to undergo drug and alcohol counseling. Uh, but yeah, Green took to... This is the part that's interesting. Green took to Twitter account and posted several questionable tweets in regards to rape. So after this, I guess this whole because it was back in 2012, but this whole thing has been unsettled with yeah. this charge or whatever until recently. And then afterwards, <laughs> uh, he took to his Twitter account and posted several questionable tweets in regards to rape. Those tweets, although quickly deleted, were of course screenshot, but nothing is ever deleted on the internet. Um, and these are, oh shoot, these are all people's reactions. It doesn't say specifically what he said? No, and that's what I really wanted to see. But really hit that, well, here's a quote. I mean, if I tried to have sex with her but couldn't get it up, am I really a rapist? No, I don't think he said that. CeeLo Green really hit the excuse. Incredible now. Uh, if I tried but didn't succeed. But apparently he made a remark about uh, uh, trying but not succeeding to, like, I guess, hook up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he made a remark that, uh, and this is the worst of all, but he basically said if a woman has been raped, uh, she would remember it. Hmm. Well, uh, not if you date rape her, bro. Not if you give not, her drugs. Yeah, not if there's not you if know a little her. thing called ecstasy um, that you slipped her to sushi here's what bar. Anno- here's what annoys me. <laughs> I thought the whole point of the fame and fortune game was so that you could sleep with any woman you want, that you could do anything that you is wanted. that the end game? Okay, so that's the for, end game for a man. I think it mostly is. That's the power <laughs> game, man. <laughs> right. Whether or not you're interested in whether or not you're a Bill Clinton or a Mitt Romney, like. It's it's all it's like or a CeeLo Green or it's whoever. About, yeah, it's about the power of being able to have any woman that you want, right? You boil it all down so simple. Well, I, I think I mean that's the animal that drives us, right? Mm. That's the urge we fight. I, I don't want to say it, but yeah. But anyway, it's 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 uh it's it seems to me like why why don't you just walk to a bar somewhere and, and just start singing? Green. Yeah, right. just start singing. Yeah, or just. Yeah, you would think it'd be way easier. I mean, you've been on TV. Like people ecstasy. know know right. know your know you. Like, yeah. I, I mean, judge I don't know. On I, yeah, a hit network TV show. Yeah. yeah. 
like what was it, what about this woman was so amazing to him that he had that to you have had her, to, exactly you know like what what was the thing that pushed him over the edge where he's like he's like because you got to think through that process in your mind like just being CeeLo Green is not going to get me with this woman. Yeah. So obviously I have to use ecstasy. Yeah. <laughs> like, what a terrible. Uh... Yeah. Oh, hold on. Green. Try to redefine the term rape. You'd think that a man who has daughters would know better. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, bottom line is that's pretty awful. <laughs> Sure. Pretty, pretty stuck both of his big black feet in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Next topic. Next topic. Do you have anything or is this all on me? I mean, I was going to talk about, I had planned on talking, doing the celebrity thing, but I don't really have anything specific. So all you wanted to talk about was the fact news. that Jennifer Lawrence is, was naked online. I mean, we'd, we'd already talked about it a little bit, so like, I, you know, but I didn't prepare anything else, no. That's all you brought to the table. That's all I brought to the table for an, for an episode that's usually an hour to an hour and ten twenty minutes. I think we'll be fine. Do you? Yeah, we've been talking for uh, like half an hour now, and we're still. What if I What if I don't have any more topics? Then we're not fine because oh. now we have a half hour to fill. Well, then we can and... talk about something else. We could we we can riff, man. We could fill. <laughs> I could do a freestyle rap. Please don't freestyle rap. Uh, here, no, actually, okay. Here, ooh, which one of these do I want to read? You see that headline? You want to talk about that? Yeah, you do. Yeah, but but okay. Which I'll let you pick the headline. One or two. First one I showed you, or second one? Uh, second. Yeah, that, that, I think that that's way more right compelling. There. Here's the second one. It's from Telegraph.co.uk. Here's the headline, and it's not a joke. It's a real headline. Radioactive wild boar roaming the forests of Germany. Mm-hmm. That's the, the headline. Yep. That's you these are how that. supervillains are born. It, it, that's exactly how supervillains are born. Um, mm-hmm. Tests by the state government of Saxony, which I guess is a township or whatever, uh, show that more than one in three wild boars gave off such high levels of radiation, thought to be a legacy of Chernobyl, that they were unfit for human consumption. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. First, there's a couple things here I don't ha- or that I instantly have. Well, it seems to me from about. what you said there, this title is a bit sensationalist, but well, yeah, but. Okay, so high levels of radiation. Number one, who is or who are the people that are just like um, okay? Uh, now that you've all clocked in here at eight oh five, I'm glad you got your morning coffee. Now let's go out and uh, test boars for radiation. Like, who are those? What board or group of people is like? Who are they? Any anything like, well, <laughs> in civilized country? Anything that people eat and that is that is sold. Well, that's my second question. Who's eating? Bo- is boar? Is that a meat? I guess. Or yeah, you can eat. You can eat boar. You well, first off, you can eat any type of meat. Well, yeah, but is it but, like? A, is it? But how is it? Well, I guess it would be like pork, probably. Yeah, it's basically okay. just probably like a tough pork. It's okay, not so as people tender. eat pork. That was the, another thing that I yeah. had to uh, swallow. And then the, this other thing here uh, to be the le- to be a legacy of Chernobyl. What is that? Do you know Chernobyl? What, that is? what is Chernobyl? That? It was a nuclear meltdown that happened uh, in Russia. Okay, okay. So these okay. are like in uh, yeah in, uh, in Chechnya maybe, uh, or Ukraine. I can't remember where Chernobyl. Well, is. it says it says twenty eight years after Chernobyl nuclear disaster, its effects are still being felt as far away as Germany. Yeah. So wherever, yeah. yeah. Uh, in the form of radioactive wild boars, wild boars still roam the forests of Germany, where they are hunted for their meat, which is sold as a delicacy. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's not it's not like your typical 
It's not like you eat yeah. pork here or whatever. But right? yes, so, yeah. But in recent tests by the state government of Saxony, more than one in three boars were found to give off such high levels of radiation that they are unfit for human consumption. Mm-hmm. Outside the hunting community, wild boar are seen as a menace by much of German society. Autobahns have closed have to be closed when boar wander into them. They sometimes enter towns, and in a famous case in 2010, a pack. This is the sentence. A pack attacked a man in a wheelchair in Berlin. But radioactive wild boars stir even darker fears. They are believed to be a legacy of the Chernobyl nuclear accident when a reactor at a nuclear power plant in the Soviet-ruled Ukraine okay, mm-hmm. exploded, releasing a massive quantity of radioactive particles in the atmosphere. Yeah. And then it goes on to uh, wild boar thought to be particularly effective because they root through the soil for their food and feed on mushrooms and underground truffles mm-hmm. that store radiation. Hold on, where are these underground truffles for one? <laughs> uh, well, that's pigs. Pigs, if you can train pigs, wild like wild type pigs, like like, uh-huh. like domesticated uh-huh. eating farm pigs. pigs, right? Not no, not not farm pigs, but like like pigs that are kind of closer to wild pigs, right? Uh, you could they can be trained. Pigs cause pigs are pretty smart. They're like dogs. Uh, they can be trained to sniff out these truffles. Because right. they love them so much. Is that so? And truffles are extremely valuable. Because right. they're very rare. They only grow in certain types. And they're hard to find because they're completely underground. But right. pigs can sniff them out. So they're often trained to uh, to sniff out truffles. And then they're sold for like $100 an ounce. Really? Yeah. Wait, what are truffles? They're a type of mushroom. They're used I thought you were being a joke. No. I thought you were making a joke about no. it. Okay, because to me, a truffle is like a chocolatey thing that you get like at a nice store. Well, that's probably not a real truffle, but you like a lot of times they put them in chocolate and stuff. Really? Yeah. My mind is being so opened right now. But the actual like real, real truffle is, is a mushroom. Is a mushroom of, that some type. people train pigs to hunt, and then they get out of here. No, they train pigs to hunt truffle, and <laughs> then they once they start digging for a truffle, like they'll pull the pig away, dig it up. And then clean it up and use it in cooking for the mu- and for like a lot of or harvest the mushroom. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of desserts. Like okay. chocolatiers use them a lot. No kidding. Yep. Give I, that some thought. I am, and it's kind of blowing my mind right now. I'm not a hundred percent sure you're being serious. I am being totally one hundred percent serious. But with I'm you. buying it either way. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so there's wild boar running around in Germany. Uh, if you are listening to this show and you're in Germany. Be careful. Yeah, exactly. These mutant pigs are going to be a problem. Well, they'll, we they they will mess your world up. Well, yeah. Boar don't play. <laughs> and they're mean and they're territorial. And so, yeah. You come across with such a knowledge of this that it's kind of thrown me off. Well, as much you know about boar, like are bo- you boar are like interesting animals? I, I, I you know, I were watched, you a boar hunter like in an earlier life in a, or like a yeah? Is that in, how in you, a past life? Is I was that how a boar you built hunter. your fortune? Was off of hunting boar? Well, in the past life, I was killed. I was Robert Baratheon in a past life, and I was killed by a boar. By a boar, okay. And so, you know, I, I in this life, I determined that my fate would not to be to die by a boar's hand, as, as one would, you right? know, yeah, or or hoof, as it were, yeah, um. Any hoofed animal, but but to but you know to learn all I could about about boars in case you should by happen chance meet one and you would have to avenge your own past life exactly death yeah right right um they have a very they they can't turn very well and if you jump up you like you jump up and get behind them mm-hmm. uh huh yeah yeah totally different strategy this time anyways mutant pigs uh, in Germany yeah there's some uh, this is not quite as interesting as a documentary I saw maybe a year ago uh there is. Did you watch a boar documentary? Is that what you're about to tell me? No, no, no. Uh, but when during the, after this Chernobyl disaster, uh-huh. there was so few vegetation. Um, a lot of animals just in that area died, of course. Right. And, and but but um, 
as the animal population came back. So there's no humans living around there mm-hmm. for like mm-hmm. a 50 mile radius. Well, except for the mutant ones, but yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but, but there's this, this large pack of wolves and well, not pack, but there's a large population of wolves that are almost, they've grown up in the radiation and then they've kind of immune to it now, I guess, or they've learned how to, how to live in the, in being radiated. Right. Uh, but yeah, they pretty much run the show. And then, like, in the, so it's just a, a like a system, a, like like there's just wild packs of wolves that run everything. Like, there's no other predators in that I area. Like it, I like how you say, and run there's everything. almost no no other animals, right? Too, right? Like I, they kill them all. I like how you say run everything as if like what I'm picturing in my mind is a wolf uh, in like a, a zoot suit. Yeah, and he he just kind of walking runs down the, the corner, string, right? Yeah. Flipping a coin, yeah. And, uh-huh. and he has a cigar, and it, he's like, he's like, this is my corner, and it's kind of like you have to pay protection to him, sure, or or you know you're going to get robbed by other uh-huh. radiated boars that are out there. Uh, um, no, but the, but the whole point of the documentary was these scientists these are studying right. these wolves to see how, how how and why they're immune to this radiation, right? So, yeah. Anyway, maybe here's my theory. <laughs> maybe before the radiation. All the all of those wolves had uh, breast cancer, mm-hmm. and then as a result of the radiation, wiped out all the cancer. You think? Because that's what you know. That's what chemotherapy is. It's mm-hmm. radiation, right? So yeah. yeah. So yeah. So the radiation was actually good for them. Wiped out all the cancer. And, Except chemotherapy like, isn't good. For, chemotherapy isn't good for your body. Like it kills your well, cells wolves, too. But wolves are okay with that. Yeah. And so for five generations now, we will have five generations of cancerless wolves. Yeah. I mean, no. It's my theory. If they, if you put a wolf in, it's not based on science like, at all. No, it's not. <laughs> It's not completely unfounded and ridiculous. Yeah, it's true. As has been this entire conversation. Straight out of my butt. Up to this yeah. point. But let's go to the next article. You want to talk about, okay, yeah, the number two. Uh, here, and I pulled this up because I know you're Something just we, we talk a about a lot of time. For this nonsense. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's so stupid. Here's the thing. You, so yes, stupid. I do. I do love it, but I'm never the one who brings it up on the show. I, br- I do bring, I bring it up you. for you. I bring it up for you. That's why I do. I, it's always you who bring it brings it up. I bring up because you secretly love NASA. That's not true. You secretly love That's NASA. Not true. You wish NASA had more funding. Oh, inaccurate, sir. Yeah. That's wildly inaccurate. I hate space exploration. I think it's a total waste of money, time, and technology and resources. Mm-hmm. And nothing is to be found out there that will benefit the human race in the near or distant future. There is my statement on space exploration. You may have that, sir. I think the past hundred years of aviation science would prove you wrong. Which I've admitted is the case the that, that it's, it's moved technology forward, but yeah. it, it won't anymore. Yeah. Nothing left to be gained. You know that's why we ha- we developed the microchip so we could go in space. Mm-hmm. Like, your but computer- now that we have, there's I mean, nothing. Like I said, there's nothing else. Yeah. The all, the only thing that NASA wants to do is to see farther out there, and you know what? Newsflash. Okay, NASA, mm-hmm. if you're listening, real quick. Uh, I'm going to tell you, the farther we see out there, guess what? We're only going to see more of the same shit. Just an endless expanse of stars and lifeless, shiny bullcrap. No. No. We're not going to, we're not going to one day see far enough and point a new universe. telescope up there and then and there's going to be a little green man just waving back at us like, well, we've been waiting for yeah. you guys. Not going to happen. But that's, that's the beauty of the universe. I bet it you a thousand dollars. It is an order It is an ordered lifetimes. set. It is math that has somehow... I agree. I agree. Um, Produced tremendous variety. Correct, I agree. And it's the beauty of that variety, but it's trying to understand that variety is why we explore space. Well, that's the reasoning, but with what we can see now, 
we're not going to see anything new. See, I, I, I just I, another disagree. galaxy, another star pattern. I mean, it's another got, solar system. The, the, so what? Uh, seen a, one. I'm, seen them all. I imagine sir. the feeling of like standing on another planet, like looking oh, out at God, a different why? sky. Like, how, what, what kind of feeling must that be to stand on something else besides uh, Earth? Feeling like I want to be at home where like there's how many McDonald's people have been in every able corner, Wi Fi. But it's <laughs> like, why? That's the feeling. I just, just described it for you, you. You're in love with the easiness, the American life. Of course I am. Come on, man. There's so much more out there. Like, like no, there's not. Space there's exploration not. is, is the ultimate fantasy, exist. man. Yeah, exact. Thank you. That's my point. It's a fantasy. But life is about so living pull fantasies. pull your heads out of the clouds and get, get, get to solving the real problems that we have here on Earth. Life is about creating limited, the opportunities limited resources, you, people dying, disease, famine, pestilence, yeah. world peace. I don't know. Tackle any of But those, of those are all fantasies, too. The fantasy that you can get along with everybody. The fantasy yeah. that no one has to, has to want well, for anything. But that it's, they, way, it's, it's worth the work way more than looking at the stars. Well, it, has, it has more immediate benefit, but it's not, it's not completely... It's just, well, just, immediate benefit is what we need. We're going to die out as a species if we don't. But just because one thing is more important uh-huh. morally uh-huh. and technically... Or ethically for the... For the, for the species. Well, that's why I said morally, but uh-huh. morally, ethically, or technically, just because one thing is more important does not negate something else that is important just because it's less important. When it comes to deciding where you're going to spend impor- your money on it. Space travel is less important than, than curing world hunger, but guess what? You, you can't just not work on one thing and have everybody work on this what one thing. What does everybody do, man? Every two weeks, every two weeks you get a paycheck. Uh-huh. What's the first thing you do? You look at it and you Pay say, my bills. Hmm, exactly. Yeah. Why? Because those are the immediate pressing needs that you have to deal with. Yeah. And then if you have extra money, then you go down to you know BP and you mm-hmm. get yourself a, a, a soda and a pack of cigarettes. But the thing because that's extra money. Yeah. Because all your bills have been taken care sure. of. Sure. But you know what? This Earth has racked up a lot of bills. We got a lot of people dying. We got a lot of people sick. We got a lot of people not getting along. Mm-hmm. So when when the government, the United States government, gets their paycheck, it read when we print more money for them. Uh, why are we well, why are, exactly? But why are we spending it on looking in the stars? Like, let's look at the immediate stuff. People be dying. Going back to your original analogy of me with my paycheck, mm-hmm. just because I have bills to pay mm-hmm. and I have to use my money for those bills mm-hmm. doesn't Keep the mean lights on or a box of cheese. It's well, doesn't mean I can't read a book in my spare time. Space exploration or, is the box of cheese. It's of the United States budget. Or go for a walk. It's not like I have to spend all my time consumed over paying my bills Mm -hmm. like i pay my bills so that i can do what i want in my free time Mm -hmm. like it seems like like we need to pay the bills as a country so that we can do things that we want like explore space right like give everybody in the country a surfboard like these are the kind of things that we need all right eventually i mean eventually i'm gonna get a surfboard and learn how to surf right i live in the body type's gonna surf maybe my body type you heard me you never seen a fat man on a surfboard? No, not once. I think Kevin James has done that like four times in in movies, and it's always ah. slightly hilarious and uncomfortable. Uh, no, what there's, there's there's one there is one really great scene about a fat man on a surfboard from an, a I'm good sure a decent is, movie. But I can't remember who who, who maybe I think for some reason I'm thinking it's Ricky Gervais, like fat Ricky Gervais on, on a, surfboard? a surfboard. Yeah, was it from the BBC Office? Maybe no. I don't know. Yeah, I can't imagine a surfing scene popping up. Yeah. I don't know either. But no, uh, I, mean, I, I, I would be terrible at surfing. I can't skateboard to save absolutely my life. You would. Yeah. And look at your body type. Like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hating. Like you no, know, but we're, we're all. I'm a robust man. 
That's an accurate way so, of putting it. So, yeah. you know. But you're not going to serve. No, I'm so, not. So, you know what? When, you're, when your paycheck comes in, if you spend $150 on a surfboard, that's kind of stupid because you should I keep the I think that's a pretty on. good deal for a surfboard. <laughs> I mean, those things can get expensive. Whatever. Here's the headlines from The Verge, but it was all over. You can find it wherever. Uh, NASA's building the largest rocket of all time for a 2018 launch. I don't even want to read the article because that basically tells you everything you need to know. Uh, I'll read it so Matt can... You don't, have, you don't have postulate to. as science boner. However, as with many large NASA projects, the SLS has already been delayed from initial flight in 2017, and lawmakers in Congress who must approve NASA's budget mm-hmm. cut the whole thing are concerned about further delays and cost overruns. Whether NASA well, is able will. to keep the project on track remains to be seen, but at the moment, it's all systems go. It's something that's never been done before, therefore, it will overrun. It will take longer than you think because you have to, if it's going to be successful, you have to double and triple and quadruple check everything that's going on. Like it's. It's no joke. Um, well, does it say whether or not it's carrying people, or just is it is it just a rock a payload? Uh, um, you know, it doesn't say because we've done the rover thing already. Like, I don't see. There's like, a video here, but why such a large rocket is being taken if it's not taking people? Well, apparently it's for. Well, it doesn't say necessarily what it's for, but apparently they're testing a model of it. Like they've built everything like to scale is a smaller model, mm-hmm. and they're and they're testing that. Um, and then that's, I guess that's, that's it's all pr- what it probably here, is, is a giant project that's, that's being headed by the Illuminati to take them to Mars so that they can, so that they can form a colony on Mars and get away from the earth before everything on earth goes crazy. And I was going to say, we haven't had an Illuminati, we haven't had an Illuminati update mm-hmm. in a while. So real quick, let me pose that question. It's I probably think, some sort of terraforming device or some sort of oh, device I think that you just answered will create it. oxygen. What's Illuminati's next move? Is that it? They're going to they're gonna go set to Mars. Up on Mars? Yeah. And so you said, and the reasoning behind that is, well, the most Earth imp- is doomed, let's get out of here before yeah. everyone... Okay. Yeah. The most important thing is gravity, so like you have to have a planet whose gravity is pretty much the same. Is Mars similar to here? Yeah, it's or? about the same size as Earth and the same kind of mechanics going on. Nice. Um, so you won't need a gravity machine? No. But 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 because if you like muscles, anti gravity one might be nice and, for circuses and stuff. Yeah, but muscles weaken over time in anti gravity, and like you can't, you, you, the the body needs its muscular structure to survive, right? You know, right? Or to be healthy at least. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but yeah, like that's probably what it is. It's probably the Illuminati. If they're not saying, if they're not, it's not taking people, it's right. probably the Illuminati getting ready for a big push to Mars, big move to Mars. And will they blow up the Earth when they do that, or just wait for it to? No, it'll it'll just they'll, be just, done. they'll just leave the animals to. Fight amongst themselves. Do you think it'll be over finances or sex or Well, it's all over finances, or, but... Right. No, it, it, it'll, it'll be because there are people in the world who hate each other and want to kill everybody else who disagrees with them. Right. Um, you know, it'll be... Prob- I don't know. The destruction of the world will probably come not come through the zombie apocalypse or from some giant asteroid. It'll come from religious and political infighting. That's probably accurate. That's the sad part. That's yeah. probably really accurate. It's going to be uh, some religious fantastics that get a hold of a nuclear arsenal or take over a country that has one, and then they're going to go ham sandwich on every full ham sandwich. In the name of whatever uh, god those people happen yeah. to uh, espouse to. Yeah. Yeah. It's all a religious war. It's, it's, it's all the wars that are going on right now are all about religion. It's the, have, Zionist, have there, it's the Zionists in America. Well, let me against, ask you this. Have against, there been any wars that aren't religious? Like um, in the history of the world? That'd be an interesting question. To I most have out. they all have political like implications. Well, religious and political implications, right. yes. But yeah, I mean, the majority of them are yeah started because 
I disagree with what you think. Yeah. You know? Whether that's a political basis or religious. Well, and then it's all about conversion, too, making sure as many people believe the same thing as you. Nice sip of my cancer water here. You looked that up before the show, too. My prompting, actually, I I was, I'll say this, I was kind of, it was kind of nice to uh, at least be abreast of a, I don't know if it's a conspiracy or not, but some weird information like that mm-hmm. that you hadn't well i didn't know Dasani specifically well we stopped by bp on the way back here yeah we left work we stopped at stop by bp and we got two large bottles i guess they're 32 ounce or whatever large bottles of Dasani water mm-hmm. uh, because they were two for a price and i just made an offhanded remark i was like no oh, you haven't heard about the conspiracy mm-hmm. and you were like what and i was like i was like yeah man there's poison in there yeah and you well, looked it up. I, I i i did not know about Dasani specifically but i do know about the the ingredients we're talking about? First off, they put salt in it, which just makes you thirstier. Right. Um, magnesium sulfate and potassium chloride. Um, Are both of those salt or what? Potassium chloride is a form of salt. What's the magnesium sulfate? Um, it's just a type of chemical. Let's see here. Magnesium sulfates are commonly called Epsom salts. They can be ingested, but they or a laxative, among other uses. Oh, so Dasani um, helps you helps, helps you, you empty helps out. Helps you go. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, salt is salt. I'll go deeper into it, but you get the idea. Anyway, uh, the third ingredient is potassium chloride. Um, oh, any idea what potassium chloride is? You do if you've ever been executed by a lethal injection. So that's the one that's supposedly the poison. Yep. And is that just an ingredient, or is that the actual poison in a certain dosage? Mm-hmm. What does it say? Uh, let's see. Sodium pentothal, uh, paracorium turbocarbine to stop all muscle movement except the heart. Um, this causes muscle diaphragm. Uh, last, sodium chloride to stop the heart from beating and thus cause death. That's right, kids. Dasani water contains ingredients that has stopped many hearts from beating. Oh, so that is the actual like main ingredient of yep. of like lethal injection. Wow, that's crazy. Nice. Enjoy your next Dasani. It says there at the very end. I can see it on your screen. Yeah. Coca Cola doesn't think water is good enough as it is. That's what's always weird to me about uh, out about bottled water. Anyways, like I appreciate a good bottled water that just says spring water pulled from such and such a spring, right? Because mm-hmm. there's nothing like a good spring water. It's clean, comes right out of the ground. Just nice, cool, yeah. tasty spring water. Uh, but it weirds me out whenever. Well, it weirds me out whenever anything is added to water. Like it's freaking water. Like, like, yeah, you know. Or even when they say like minerals added for taste. Like, what does that mean? Why the fact we have fluoride? I enjoy the fluoride taste of water. water like, that sort of thing. Right. You know, fluoride is something um, that kills and calcifies the pineal gland. Speaking of the destruction of the world, we can make this the last uh, story if you'd like. Sure. Uh, since you don't have anything and didn't bring anything to the table. Okay. Um. What do you think about this Ebola thing? All I've seen, I'll admit... It's a terrible disease. All I've seen online <coughs> is people making jokes on Twitter about it. Yeah, real classy, guys. Well, I mean, these people joke about it. It's a serious issue. I mean, these people... Apparently, it's basically uh, mostly in Africa. Yeah, and that's um, why no one cares about it. Sweeping through West Africa is mutated repeatedly during the current outbreak. And that's what this story is from the Washington Post about how it's mutated... A uh, fact that could hinder diagnosis and treatment of the devastating disease, according to scientists who have genetically sequenced the virus in scores of victims. The findings, published Thursday in the Journal of Science, also offer new insights into the origins of the largest and most deadly Ebola outbreak in history. Wait, is that this one? 
This like yeah. the, oh wow. Uh which has killed more than 1500 people in four countries and shows few signs of slowing. Mm-hmm. It has also provided another reminder of the deep toll the outbreak has taken on health workers and others in the affected areas as five of the papers more than 50 co-authors died from Ebola before publication. Yeah. Boy, that sucks. Yeah. In collaboration led by scientists at Harvard University and aided by officials at Sierra Leone's health ministry, researchers sequenced Ebola virus genomes from 78 patients beginning in the early days of the outbreak this spring. Those 99 samples, some patients were tested more than once, suggested that the outbreak began with a single human infection before spreading rapidly like a spark that grows into a wildfire. Ebola's arrival in Sierra Leone in May started with a funeral, according to Thursday's findings. A young pregnant woman tested positive for the virus and was treated at Kanima Government Hospital. Health workers who traced her contacts discovered she and more than a dozen other women recently had attended the burial of a traditional healer who had been treating Ebola patients near the Sierra Leone-Guinea border. Uh, all of them had been affected. They realized she mm-hmm. was not an isolated case. And it just goes on. Um, yeah, uh, it has a 90% kill rate. Yeah, it's mu- but bottom line of this article, uh, it's mutating, and that's going to pro- pose a scientific problem yeah. for it to be stopped. Yep. You think this is super bug? You think this is what will do it? Honestly. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah. it, 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 it could. Maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, it hasn't really, It's it's gotten over, It's it's hit every continent so far. Um, yeah, people have gotten to. Luckily, it, they've been quarantined and it hasn't spread mm-hmm. in any of those countries. But the reason why it's spreading in Africa is is once more religious. Um, there, it's it's mostly Christian, but it has a lot of uh, Muslims too. Um, but they they well, it's, it's like a cultural <clears throat> thing with the witch doctors and stuff. Yeah, like the, they're pretty much also, like we have our medicine. Yeah, let's not bother they, the actual they science. Don't trust because they have such a religious mindset from the get go. Mm-hmm. Like they do not trust. Uh, science, the white or man. medicine, right? Right. Or so these doctors come along, and 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 yeah, they they've been turned against science from the get go, right? Because of the culture, but also it's smack dab in the middle of Africa. There's nothing there that anybody that white people want. Mm-hmm. So we don't care about them. Like I mean, if this was in Saudi Arabia, like it would have already been taken care of. Because of all the oil. Because of all the oil and how much wealth is there. The potential money, yeah. You know, uh, that's the reason why this stuff happens. Uh, all, almost all the Ebola outbreaks have been in Africa. Right. Because you ha- you have, you know, people who who don't, you know, who eat where they poop, right? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, and have, have these speaking. weird weird customs and, and things. But Well, I say weird, but they're not weird. I mean, they're, they're, they're customs. That's what they do, right? So right. it's all subjective. Well, you're talking about but, thousands of years of, you know. Yeah. But it is kind of the perfect storm, and it's in the perfect place that, yeah, it, it probably won't end very soon, and a lot of people... And without taking a pretty large toll. A lot of people are like. going to die. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if we need to be worried about it, and th- that that's the reason why it, you know, hasn't hasn't caught a whole lot of steam, is that it's mostly jokes. It's, it's mostly jokes about, oh, this is how the zombie apocalypse start. If I had, if uh-huh, I had a dollar right. for every every time... Someone I've heard that joke the in the past three right. months on Reddit. Like, I would not, I, I would have several thousand dollars. <laughs> right. You could fund this podcast for many years to come. Yeah. Yeah. Probably mm-hmm. probably get some celebrity guests as well. Maybe. Let me pose you a quick, I hate to end on such a great note after such a kind of depressing note, but maybe that'll turn it around. Uh, pose a question to you before we sign off for the evening. You get one opportunity. 
uh, someone comes to you and says, I can book you any celebrity guest or any, any guest for this show with you and Addison mm-hmm. for an hour, for an hour long, get to talk to them for an hour. Sure. Living or dead. I can do it. Who is it? What's the name that you give them? First off, I don't like the living or dead thing. I think. Yeah. That's dead, kind of stupid dead. living and you're dead. You're dead. Uh, yeah. And a live person. Cause even though this is a fantasy, this is just a what if. Right. I still want to believe like the plausibility of the what if. Right. Plus, it, it's just too hard if you go back in history. Plus, in all likelihood, those people that, that like your standard ones that people always want to bring back, like, uh-huh. oh, I would love to sit down and have a coffee with Jesus. Well, that'd be difficult because Jesus would be speaking uh, an archaic version of Hebrew uh, that no. you would have no way to understand. Jesus didn't speak Hebrew. He spoke Arabic. Or whatever. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, you know, or I would like to sit down with Nero I mean, he probably knew Alexander Hebrew, but the Great. Same thing. Yeah. You're, like, you're not going to be able to just have a yeah. chat with Alexander the Great. He knew he knew. And Hebrew, he's not gonna like Starbucks either. Yeah. It's a fact. Alexander the Great hated Starbucks. Did he? Absolutely. Did he? Yeah. Um you know what? I don't know. I don't know who, who my one person to talk to would be uh of people who are alive. For an hour. Yeah. Uh, you know what? And the stipulation I, is you have to have me there, which is kind of a downer. Yeah. Um You just admit it. You don't even yeah. It would be. No. As a guest on the show, I, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't say there are a lot of minds. There are a lot of names that are popping into my head. Sure. Maybe Bill Murray. That would be, be kind of fun. That would be fun. Yeah. George R. R. Martin, just because like, I feel like we're the same person. Oh, just like you guys. Born like 40 different, 40 years apart. Zach Galifianakis would be a blast. Mm, yeah, I, but I, I, don't, I wouldn't want that. Maybe Louis C.K. Louis C.K. would be fun. Uh, well, not so much fun either. Like, I feel like you could have some real, because I would love, I mean, I could talk to Louis C.K. for an hour about just like where he came from and writing mm-hmm. shoot this fourth ep- there this fourth season of Louie like oh yeah. my gosh like the whole flashback to his childhood like I want to know was that really you like what how much of that is based on your experiences like yeah because like w- like I feel like what he says and the canvas that he that he paints on with like his looks at like parenting and life and growing up like where did all that come from dude like mm-hmm. you're just a guy that holds a microphone and makes penis jokes yeah. like I really want to know maybe that kind of thing. maybe talk to uh talk to Stephen Fry that would be a good interview. If you don't know who Stephen Fry is, you should. I've heard you the name. You really should know who I have Stephen heard Fry the name. is. Um, you probably know him best from the movie V for Vendetta. Is there a writer or an actor? Actor. He was the guy that played V, I'm guessing. No, he that's uh that's um um the guy who played out Rond. I don't know. Uh no, um he was the um the guy who was one of V's friends. Um, okay. Like he helped to hide the Natalie Portman at uh, at, the, at his house or something right. like that. Like he, he's like I think he was, was the politician or a priest or something. But he was okay. he played a gay politician that was being like or somebody who was being like targeted hounded. by the government exactly. Or yeah, right. for yeah. being gay. Yeah. Um, okay, so Stephen Fry, you mentioned George R. R. Martin, Louis C.K. I agree on the Louis C.K. one. Uh, I don't know who. Mine would be, I think, uh, I don't know, uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Is that weird? Yeah. I mean, you know, I get it. Yeah. Uh, but for me, for for me, mine weren't like, I want to, I want to ask you questions about what it was like to, like, what it's like to host the late night show or do something like that. Right. Or be a celebrity. Like, I don't want you, like, because I think those people are interesting people. Uh Uh-huh who have a unique out, outlook on life and, and, and yeah. are wise people. Like I think St- Stephen Fry is, is a genius. Uh, well, Lee Strobel. 
There yeah, you go. no, Throw not, that one not at happening. You. Whatever, not happening. dude. You've got one of his. Which one's the one that's over there? I have like two, uh, two or three of his books. Of his like twelve or whatever. Yeah, it it's yeah. it's like uh, it's this, like directly behind you. It's um, I can, I can. It's the case for. Oh yeah, the case for Christ, the case for Creator. Yeah, the case for Jesus faith, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, the case for faith. I think was the first one. Um, but yeah, I've been gifted those books by people who try to who try to evangelize me. Like my mom gave me a couple. Oh, is that you didn't buy those on your own? No, no. Uh, Did you I, read them? Yeah, when I was like, I got halfway through. I think the case for faith, and I just dropped it. I'm like, okay. I've never read any. I get but, your argu- but the case for Christ. Oh, well, he tries to make a logical good. argument about something that can't be logically proved logically empirically mm-hmm. so you're making a logical argument about what comes down to personal opinion at that's what it comes down so to. that was your issue with well, yeah you're the, the the logic is flawed from the get-go because you ultimately you, about religion you can't make a a case for it logically right like philosophically because it can't i mean if yes philosophically but it can't be proven using logical standards because the whole point of logic is to be able to think something out and that pr- come to an ending where you have an answer and have a conclusion and, faith and is you based proved on personal it. belief. Yes, well it, it's 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 religion. It's it's yeah. based on your personal preferences, your geography. Speaking more of than anything. religion and different opinions on that, I'll throw one at you that I think would not only not only would you have a fair share of what was this like questions or what was it like to do this project mm-hmm. or you'd have a fair amount of those, but I think also if he came at it from the right point of view, you could have a very intelligent conversation on some things, and, and I think it'd be a really good conversation. Ricky Gervais, yeah, I think I think if he if he dropped because on Twitter he's kind of just like you know Christians are dicks, God doesn't exist, mm-hmm. which is his opinion. He's entitled to that, but I think if he dropped that and it had like an honest, straightforward just discussion about where he comes from and why he feels the way he does, I think mm-hmm. I think that'd be really good. Yeah. It'd be a good talk. I think having uh, talking with Pete Holmes would be amazing. Yeah, from you made it weird. Um, I think has one and of the best podcasts ever made. Yeah, it's one of the best, most thoughtful, most insightful, most can f- be. enjoyable c- podcasts I've ever listened to. It's so sneakily good because I remember when you first recommended it, it is, to he's, me. He's totally un- unassuming and a total goofball, but then the conversations that moments. he has, yeah. And the good guests, you know. His, and I've told you this before, and I'll, I'll, I'll say it on the air now, but his, the sit-down he had with Zach Galifianakis, it was at his house, and it mm-hmm. was so informal and so off the cuff. And the things that they discussed, and it's just, it's it's one of my all-time favorite single episodes yeah. of a podcast ever. And like, it's for, one that I'll go back for, and download. He does something again. that it's so great, and why his show failed is because Pete Holmes is not good over Did he get canceled? half an hour. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay, done. I didn't know that. Okay. Um. He's not good over half an hour. Like it, he, he warm warms up mm-hmm. to him. Like he's good when you have full context over the whole conversation. Or he has like ninety an minutes, hour, yeah. ninety minutes. Yeah. His podcasts are mostly like ninety minutes, two hours. Yeah. Um. When you when and you really have the ability to build conversation and build conversation on other conversation, right? Um. And yeah, the show just didn't do that. But he, well, in that thirty minute, it's a different kind of like like here's a segment, here's a bit, here's a guest that you mm-hmm. may have history with, but you can't you can't. It's like trying to put the lightning in the bottle of, you know, because he had Chelsea Pretty on there a lot, which, yeah. you know, they're good friends and stuff. But, like, the stuff that I saw on there wasn't near, like, an episode of his show where she's on there, where yeah. they talk for an hour about, remember this and remember that and when we learn this and this is interesting. Like, you, you, you can't just take that lightning and put it in a bottle of, yeah. here's 30 minutes, here's a 30-minute show. Of that, you get 23 that go on the air and here's 
two that you get with this guest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just not. It's just not there. But uh, he has a unique talent for. There's oh, at least once an episode, he gets a guest to reveal something that really kind of makes you understand that person. Um, and really kind of get the type of person that they are and w- their motivations, like mm-hmm. just from. Just from maybe one thing that that they mentioned that he gets them to open up about it. It's, yeah, yeah. That, I think that would be a good talk. Um, That's actually a really good one. Yeah. Uh, his episode with Aziz Ansari. Say what you will about Aziz. I don't think he's that great of a stand-up comic. I think I think Tom Haverford's a great character. Perfect for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, stand-up comic. Six out of ten, if that. Not not that great of a stand-up comic. Three for me, but but it's just yeah. Well, anyways, it, it's not good. But, uh, but he gets that, really loud. But that just... conversation, sitting down with Pete Holmes, incredible. Just about comedy, their backgrounds together. Like he does that whole thing where they warm up. They talk about like all kinds of different stuff, and he does that thing where, like you said, like you know, reveals something about them or where they come from or what kind of person he's you know that they really want to be or are trying to be mm-hmm. or that or that they are. Amazing. Yeah. Like I remember listening to it and thinking. Wow, I, I wish his stand up was better. So, yeah. like, I liked him as a person more overall. But uh, you don't have to like a, like them as a person. Like most celebrities, I don't like as people. I like them for what they do. Like that's why we. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, that's why we worship celebrities because we like them for what they do, not for who they are as a person. No one, right. no one, no one picks up People magazine wanting to find out who the. I mean, that you you kind of want to find out who the person is, but right, like thinking about. But you want to see him on the beach in a bikini. Exactly. Like, that's like, why you pick you, up People you, magazine. You, you're you looking at what they're getting. What they Starbucks, do. just like you. Exactly. That's the second time in this episode I mentioned Starbucks by yeah. name. That's a little. That's weird. Why? I don't know. I feel like I should be getting paid to, but I'm not, and that's. Give that some thought. Brought to you by Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah. For when you need to do stupid things very fast. For when you want to pay for a cup of coffee three times which, what it's worth. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm Spurpin underscore wizard. He's I'd at like to hear your, Todd. Real quick, I'm going to pose to the audience. Sorry for cutting you off. That's all right. I'm going to pose to our guests. I want to hear who your ideal guest would be. Any guest, if you could, if you could have them on here with me and Matt, you, you know, you know our vibe, you know what we talk about, how we talk, yeah, you know our interaction. Throw a guest at us. I'd, I'd be curious to hear who you would like to to just hear the three of us talk about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. Throw me somebody good. See you next week. Thanks for listening, guys. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.